Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to this week's edition, episode 51 of the Digital Shop Talk Radio. I'm Tom Dorsey. I'm here with Billy Catching from Arams Auto Repair in Fresno, California. We're going to be talking picture editing, how to make more money in 2020. And uh, Billy, welcome again, buddy. Uh, thanks a lot. It's been, seems like it's been forever since I've seen you. Yeah, what has it been, like 50-something hours maybe? <laughs> That, that does seem like an eternity at this point in time. It does. Well, it was a long, great weekend. Yeah, we were out at Digital Shop Conference. If you missed it, watch the videos. You missed a good one. Um, and, and there's plenty, but, but let me tell you, there's plenty of open tickets available for next year. So go ahead and get in line. Um, what was your big takeaway, buddy? Uh, you know, uh, I saw you in, in many different roles at Digital Shop Conference, Billy. Uh this year was different for me because I gave a presentation last year. So it, while the experience yeah. was great, I didn't get to attend as many breakouts as I did this year. Yeah. Um, again, I, I sat in on Frank's class, Frank, that dude's a rock star. Um, I really like the way that uh, he presents information and in kind of a fun and informative format at the same time. I sat in with Fred and uh, Kim and really enjoyed um, that session as well. Um, kind of learning how to kind of pick up on, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And it was interesting. Uh, they challenge you to kind of put that into place when you're actually learning your customers and, and how to, how they want to be sold to, uh, or how to purchase, I should say. So that was fun. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, food was good. Uh, the, account, the, the, location this year was spectacular i really enjoyed that yeah really enjoyed that yeah man i had a lot of fun hanging out with you too buddy i gotta tell you how about uh saturday night did you have any highlights from saturday night by any chance yeah so somehow or another i uh i managed to get a a, a guest pass to the auto vitals holiday party i want to call it like the uh hey we're finally done with a conference party yeah and uh the inmates escaping from the asylum party. yeah yeah, and somehow or another, I thought it was a good idea to to jump on the karaoke machine with uh, with Uva and do a uh, German version of Nina and Ninety Nine Left Balloons. So that was that was that epic. Was that was epic. And if anybody didn't see it, I posted it on my Facebook channel, so you can get in there and go ahead and take a look. Yeah, I'm not so sure it's worthy of watching again, but it's good for a laugh. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't even the highlight. You had a solo act too, didn't you? Uh, I, I mean, remember. I got to just tell you, any man who can come into a room full of people like that that you ain't related to and sing some Miley Cyrus, blow, blowing out those pipes, that was pretty impressive. I got to oh tell you, gosh. you are a man among men, Billy Catching. Wow. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Belmonte wanted to know if we could, uh, if you and I could do an encore at the uh, conference next year. I'm, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm not sure I could get quite enough booze to do that one again. Yeah, but, I'm sure. I'm sure he maybe, does. Maybe the Bourbon Boys will help. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Hey, shout out to Ben and Nate Ramsey. What a fantastic time we had. Those guys are yeah. something else. Yeah. You know, everybody at the conference. I mean, it was just a great event all the way around, man. Absolutely. People were just like family having fun and, you know, and helping each other and learning from each other. And, you know, I, I can't wait for the next one. I mean, I mean, we got to start having two a year, maybe who knows East coast, West coast. I wouldn't mind that. It'd give me a reason to go to the East coast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to time it right. Yes. Winter, winter time out here, summertime out there. 
or fall or something. Uh, you know, and I, I just want to give a recognition too and a big shout out to Dustin, our producer, you know, uh, I mean, give a guy a microphone and he becomes a superstar. I need to get him on the show. What am I doing hosting this thing? <laughs> yeah, it, was nice, it was nice meeting Dustin. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. I only wish I had video. I only wish I had, actually, I think I do. And I'll be posting that soon. Dustin just turned on. Yeah, I saw you with your phone out there, Tom. Yeah, I think that you got some video there for uh yeah. John Long came over to me and said, uh Tom Tom was being a good uh journalist, I guess is a good way to put it when I was up there recording everything. So now, yeah. I, you know, I, I consider it blackmail evidence journalism. Okay, sure. It sounds better probably, something I can tell my kids. But uh yeah, no, I got I got plenty of footage. You know, and I gotta keep something in the gas tank, right? You know, yes. so drop those things when they're more appropriate so you, you know keep your that's eyes open fun. that's fun <laughs> so you guys were awesome man I, I gotta tell you you guys were awesome uva you know just that just i don't even know what to say it, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was that, great <laughs> yeah. at some point in time there becomes a loss of words and yeah it, that came it, fast that. That, that. That, that point came fast on on saturday night that's for sure stunningly fast all right, so let's talk, talk business. About, What's that? What do you want to talk about, Tom? Yeah, let's talk business. Let's help some folks out. So, Billy, uh, incredible picture edit rate, right? I mean, and, and the most incredible thing is how you've been able to maintain it. It's not just some big spike. It's not just, you know, this is something that you're building on, you're growing. You can tell it's a rock-solid piece of your process. Yes. How did you get there? Because I doubt if you went from zero or 10 or 20% to – I mean, Billy, Billy catching, I think you ran something like 90% picture edit rate over the last 365 days. Am I correct? Yeah. The, uh, the email, uh, that I received yesterday, uh, was warning me that I was outside my upper threshold of 75% edit rate at 93.6. Wow. So, yeah. And I think that the only reason that it's not at a hundred percent is because I occasionally will take a day off here and there and that drops the average. Is that right? No, yeah. I'm teasing. I'll miss one or two every now and then. But no, the, the process began with attending the conference last year. And um, and honestly, it kind of started with, with Frank and his uh, opening uh, last year, I believe, when he was talking yeah. about the article that he wrote about the moral obligation. Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I ask my guys to take a certain amount of pictures. I don't discourage them from taking more. And there were a certain amount of pictures that maybe I was glossing over or just hiding from the customer view. And I kind of felt like at some point in time, I was kind of cheating my tech. He took the time to took those pictures or take those pictures. So either there was something in them that he wanted me to see and, and try and discuss with the customer, or maybe I was just going so fast that I was assuming that those were like, good pictures because I do ask him to take a certain number of good pictures in each inspection as well. Yeah. And I, I listened to Frank and then talked, he was talking about the moral obligation. I began to, to just realize, you know, there's probably been a time or two uh, since we came on board back in March of 17 um, that while editing pictures for a customer's car, I probably got to some point mentally where I felt like, you know, this customer's probably not going to want to hear all this. There's a reason why their car is in this condition as it sits. And um, 
and listening to Frank and talking about the moral obligation, I was like, you know what? My customers deserve to know all of the information. It's, it's not really fair for me to decide how they should maintain their car. It's, it's a much better practice to, to over give them information about where their car is and then let them decide because maybe, maybe this was the light bulb that went on in my head. Maybe their car's in this state of disrepair because the person that was looking at it prior wasn't giving them this opportunity. So it's not like your customer climbs underneath their car on a creeper to do inspections. They're trusting that the information they're being told is accurate, it's honest, and that it's necessary. Well, the pictures that that we're able to provide through Auto Vitals answers and checks all those boxes. It's not like... If I'm telling a customer that that their brake pads are only at three millimeters remaining and I'm backing that up with a with a gauge demonstrating a picture, there's no longer a question. It's it's not about honesty. Um, sure, could I take pictures of another car? I, I could, I guess, but that wouldn't be that moral compass or that moral component that Frank speaks to. So um, and, and it builds trust a lot faster. Because if somebody told them, hey, your car is probably going to need brakes on its next uh, oil change. Let's say they were having it done somewhere else where they don't necessarily do repairs. Maybe it's just an oil changer place or something. Now they come in and I'm showing them, yes, that is a valid concern. Or maybe no. Maybe I'm showing them their brakes are still at six millimeters remaining. And yeah, you can let this go to it and put that in a future recommendation. And, and we can discuss it on your next oil change. Yeah. with their arms auto repair. So I'm, I'm getting that, I'm trying to get not only the buy-in to the customer, I'm trying to get a buy-in to being a return customer. Yeah, no, that's, you know, that's a fantastic point, right? And, and it's, it's, it's give them all the information and give it to them in a way that they can understand it. Right. Because, yeah. because if, if you don't, they're, they're going to get it anyway. Right. They're just not going to get it from you. Right. Who do you think you're going to get it from Billy? Well, they're, they're going to get it from Google or somewhere else yeah. if, you're, if you're not giving them that path to, so one of the things that we do in our inspection reports is we also link a lot of different videos to, to some of our supporting product vendors so that we're still trying to keep them on the path that, that are the products that we like to use and for the reasons we like to use them so that they don't have that necessary desire to go outside and and start grabbing maybe bogus information or, or Google repair TV.com. Um, because let's face it, we're all fighting that anyway. Um, you give them a, you give them a fair price and a reason why they're doing it. And you try and remove that desire to, to, you know, look for a cheaper price or look for a way to do it because you've already, you've already done the work for them. And then it just makes it easier for them to purchase the repair from you instead of, you know, oh, I've got a cousin or an uncle. Yeah. Or hey, I, I got a, a coupon. I got a, I got a set of Harbor Freight tools and a six pack. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I can knock them out. Yeah. So. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, um, so you know, that, and that's a that's a that's a really good point too, right? Is that, um, you know. They're going to get the work done. You just have to provide them with enough information to get them to make a confident decision to buy. And if you don't, you know, and then, then they're, they are, they're going to go to Google, right? And then anything can happen on Google. You don't want to ever give them a chance to second guess your advice, your expertise. 
And right. so you have to be, you know, full and complete with them. And instead of spending that 20 minutes on the phone, right? Uh, we, we just do it through the picture editing and provide right. not only the full information, but very right. clear in, in, in layman's terms, right? In customer speak, what does it mean? And, and it's like Bill's mantra, right? Bill uh, Connor will always tell you is you have to give them, you know, uh, not only the reason, the why, and the how, but, but what to do about it is in, right in there. You don't need to tell them that over the phone. You don't need to twist their arm when they're in front of you or you caught them on the phone finally. Right. You give them the information that they need to, to make an action right there in the, in the notes, in the picture edit, right. uh, and you explain what the next step is. And, you know, I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty brilliant and pretty slick, what you said, you know, is a way to plant the seeds for your vendor products, your BG or whatever it might be right. right in there. Just not, Hey, we recommend this stuff because super good. It's, you're going to get some BG fluids. <laughs> you're going to get these filtered, whatever it might be. It's just uh, assume the sale is how you'd say it in sales speak, assume the sale and plant those seeds right there in your uh, editing and in your notes. I, th I think that's really a brilliant idea, Billy. And I know it's paying off for you, buddy. It is. It is uh, in tenfold. Um, and, and, and going back to the editing, um, like you just stated, the, the more time, yeah, does it, is it kind of a pain sometimes to edit every picture? It is because there's a lot of hats that I wear during the course of the day and it, there's yeah. times it feels like the dam broke and the water's all running downhill. But by taking that time, carving out that time for that customer, um, Tom, I can't tell you how many times it's like I said, it's led to a, a customer buying a re additional repairs that maybe I, while I was typing, didn't think was ever going to happen. And, uh, and it's it just, it's, <laughs> it's proofed out right there. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, interesting <clears throat> in the Facebook forum, Bill Connor and I were kind of in a discussion about edit, uh, not edit times, but by viewing times. So, that's another thing that I pride myself on is I have a very high uh, customer research time. I, I think it's somewhere just north of 300 seconds or so um, on average for like the last 30 days, but it's been as high as like four some, 400 and something seconds. But again, that's because of the high edit rate and I'm giving them a lot of information in those pictures, but what it does do on the back end secondarily is it does shorten the phone call time. Because now they already they've already come to a conclusion. Oh, my car is in pretty rough shape. I probably put a, put some money into it, or maybe they're already to that point where they're done putting the money in. And then it, we at least have a successful conversation about well, you know I'm, I'm actually going to get rid of the vehicle, so I don't want to waste a bunch of your guys's time. Can you just put it back together for me? And and those are the things I'm not looking forward to. I'm much look, rather looking forward to to them purchasing repair. But the phone conversation time is now immensely shortened. It's, it's not a 15 to 20 minute, here's why this, 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 and this is wrong. But some of that goes back to uh, kind of a sidetrack here. So when, you're, when you have the, the ability to monitor the customer research time, use that as a tool. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to a lot of people at the conference that will tell me that uh, their service advisors take the time to build out these nice inspections. They do these editing, they send them on and they're like a racehorse trying to get back to the barn. They're chomping at the bit to get to sell that work. 
relax, watch the timer, watch the customer do the work. Yeah. Um, yep. Don't pick up the phone right away because you haven't afforded them the opportunity to digest all the information you just laid in their lap about their car. Let, let them, let them take in that information. Now, if you see that one of the tricks that I use and, uh, and I learned this from Fred last year's conference is use that timer to your advantage in such a way that you leverage it. If the, if you just sent that estimate, and you can tell that that customer hasn't looked at it or they've looked at it for 20 or 30 seconds, just enough to open it and go, oh, it's about my car. And then they moved on. Don't take their phone call. You're doing yourself. Yep. You, just, you just spent all that time doing that work. Force them to put some time in, in learning about the status of their car. Don't take that phone call. Um, I, uh, I just have a convenient way of, I set the expectation of drop off. Give me 15 to 20 minutes while I build that estimate. Once you receive the information, give me a call. So if they didn't hear that, they didn't process that at the drop-off, and now 30 seconds later, I see their name come up on the caller ID, I just remind them conveniently that I'm sorry, I, um, I do need to still finish completing your estimate. Can you give me an additional 10 to, 10 to 15 minutes? And by the way, please go back and take a look at that report so you become familiar with what we're going to discuss. So I'm I'm driving them right back to it. So, um, you know, sometimes they're going to be stubborn about it. Um, yeah. Maybe they didn't hear. Maybe they're preoccupied, or maybe their day is so hectic they they think they don't have time. Make them make the time that you took in building that estimate yeah. and doing the research. Yeah, it will pay yeah. off. And that's, you know, and that's a hard thing to do, right? It's, it's a hard not. thing to do. I mean, most, you know, you tell some guy, I think, I think you are insane. You've never, they didn't tell me, I, you've never worked in an auto shop. You can't tell people that you're not going to take their call or you're not going to sell them over the day. phone or whatever it is, but it it's a new day. day. But again, that is a, uh, it's a change in your habits, yeah. just like you're trying to change your customer's habits and how they want to take care of their car. That's right. So you got to be willing to put in the work too. Yep, you can't just right. ask them to do all the work. No, exactly. Work. And, and so then, you know, uh, so, okay, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, because that's pretty, I mean, that's impressive, right? That keeping that uh, high of a picture edit rate, you have to have a process in place, right? You mm -hmm. have to have kind of a step-by-step process that you go once you get that inspection result let me ask you this first right off the bat because it's going to help a lot of folks that are listening in billy sure. do you start editing the picture do you have the technicians start to update you before they're done fully with the inspection so you can get ahead of the game and start auditing uh, editing pictures um no because because we have a smaller crew i don't i don't need that nest notification um i just have them submit and then the second that uh, the second that they submit the inspection, I'll go ahead and change the status to creating an estimate, and then I'll take the time to just start to go through the uh, the, the pictures, um, give descriptions as to what uh, good, bad, or indifferent, uh, what the technician's trying to demonstrate. Um, Again, we kind of we have a picture process where we have a certain amount of good things. Those are easy to go through. You don't necessarily have to draw arrows or, or, or circles or stuff. You can do a lot more verbiage just in those. Yeah. So those are a quicker edit. And then as you start to get into things where the tech is trying to demonstrate a condition or a concern, then those pictures will take a little bit more time. But I will go through and make sure that I give, like I said, each picture gets, if nothing else, 
gets a verbal description of what they're looking at um, because that way they are at least are they're getting somewhat of an education about what's underneath their car what their fluids look like what their tires look like what have you even if they're all in good we we, we measure them we demonstrate them we talk about them and um, and then once I have all the pictures edited I will personally take and hit the view tab so I can see exactly what's going to be presented to the customer um, just like it's going to come across on their phone or in their email critical step because I want to make sure I'm putting out something that looks professional if there's a picture or something that just doesn't relate quite right when it's in a bigger format or something then I might have the tech just retake that picture maybe it's a little bit blurry or something um, and I'll have them retake that picture and then I will go back and just edit it a second time and then I'll, I'll hit the view button if everything looks copacetic I send it off and hit then change it to waiting for approval and then I start to watch the timer and then the, at that point the timer becomes my friend yeah yeah exactly right and it, it, you know if you think of it it's just all all that timer's doing is racking up the amount of money that you're increasing your AR <laughs> you know you have that repair order yeah. by so let me ask you this in your picture policy what do you have your technicians doing because they got to help you. They got to set you up for success, I would imagine, to be able to maintain that high edit rate, right? So what do you have in your picture policy? Are they using notes for shop eyes only or something like that to give you the information? Hey, this is what this picture is so that you can just bang yes. out the customer detail. Yeah. Um, so this is a personal preference and talking to a lot of people at the conference. Some people encourage your text to, to drop arrows and circles and put their own notes in. And, and while I don't think that that's a, a bad thing, it just doesn't quite work for me. I'm, I'm a little sure. bit more of a perfectionist personally. I don't want there to be any grammatical errors. And one of the things that I've noticed is that when the guys are taking the pictures either on the tablet, I know some people use their cell phone. Yeah. Um, when they drop the circles or more poignantly the arrows, they don't quite always land in the right spot. So what I do is I just tell the guys, Put, put whatever you're describing in the shop eyes only notes. Awesome. If there's no grammatical errors or anything like that, it's just a quick copy paste and then drop it in the customer notes. And then I'll add the arrow or a circle and change the color of it to demonstrate what the, what the tech is trying to get across. But that's a personal preference, but I've seen firsthand what it looks like. Cause I told you again, I use the view button. So yeah. if I, if I let the text do that, it doesn't always look the way I'd like it to. Yeah. So we've just changed our policy. Hey, drop it here. I'll do this with it. And we move forward. Yeah. But no, that's a, you know, that's a great point. I mean, that's a great tip for people, you know, because, uh, because there's more than one way to skin a cat. So it depends on your operation, what's going to work best for you, but you can have them annotating the images off the tablet directly or like what Billy's doing is just tell me what you want, want, want the customer to know right here in the shop eyes only notes and let me right. wordsmith it and let me put the bow on it and you get back exactly. to I'll killing put, out your build hours. Exactly. <laughs> right? I'll put the lipstick on it, dress it up, <laughs> yeah, that's right. put its hair in a bun if it but needs you to will. be. Singing some Miley Cyrus with that lipstick on. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to send me that video because I don't I, have that one. I don't think I have that one. Somebody's got it though. There's That's the evidence is out there. We just have to sleuth it out. And then, you yeah. know, it'll appear one day when you least expect it. You'll get a lot of fun yeah. there. 
You're yeah, like, like when I really least expect it. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a show on it. Yeah, Just nothing but clips it. from that night, you know? Oh. So let me ask you this, Bailey. You're going to get a bunch of, you know, people are going to, and matter of fact, go ahead and fire away in the Facebook forum. Don't be shy. You know, give us some feedback. Ask Billy some questions. You know, let him help you out. Uh, you're going to get folks to tell you, you know, that's all great for you, Billy Catching, but I have, you know, my car count. I have too high of a car count. I can't do it. It's impossible, right? What do you tell them, folks? Then you need to manage your car count better <laughs> because I'm serious. Um, when I started with Aram and, and even before we came to Auto Vitals, we had a higher car count. But because of the way that I, you know, we're choosing to edit pictures and take that time to give a more thorough uh, not only investigation of a customer's vehicle, but we're all allowing, also allowing them the time to go back and, and make that purchase. You can't do that if you're running around with your hair on fire. Yeah. You just can't. You got it. it. For us, it was much better to take the car count down by you know, 20, 30 cars uh, a month, but our ARO has gone from 560-something to just short of 800-something. Yeah, you know it, it's been down here the last the last couple of weeks, but we closed the year at almost like 780, and wow. my goal was 800. Wow. When we started with Auto Vitals, our and this was in March of 2017, we were at 562 or 565. So yeah, we're doing less. We're, we're maximizing more. it and making more. Yeah. So would you rather work harder or smarter? Is what I would tell those people. So. You know, I'm not lazy by any stretch, but I'd rather use the abilities and the tools that we have and make more money with what we have than try and make it up for it by slamming more cars through the doors. Yeah, exactly. Hey, and there's no better position to be in than being able to, you know, be a little, you know, picky in, in the customers that you do business with even, right? You don't yeah. got to take them all in because we know those turn into a lot of other issues sometimes, bad reviews. Yes all the way down to lawsuits, right? Because, you know, whatever. And so, you know, it's, you don't want to be in that death spiral, that desperate, I just got to take it all in. Be smart. You're probably going to have to transition to that. You can't do that overnight either, but you can start and you know, change the way you market and bring in those folks. And you know, which ones are engaged with you and which ones are really following your plan and, 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 mm -hmm. and looking at that information and planning for the future. And those are the folks you want to see. Um, and, and it's a love, you know, it's a really great position to be in, right. To be able to make uh, kind of those decisions. And I would ask you this question. So, so to those people that would ask that question, I would ask them what their, what their inspection rate is, because yeah. if you're really going that hardcore, are you really making sure that you're looking at every vehicle? I, I think uh, when we looked at the metrics at the conference, I think our inspection rate is just a couple tenths of a percent under 90%. Yeah. With like an 84, 85% cent rate on those inspections. So while we do look at more cars than we actually send, I think that the only reason we have that, that discretion of the six or 7% is because that's our older clientele and they don't want to mess around with a cell phone yeah, or yeah. with an email. So I can't send them that, but my guys still do the inspections so that I can see what the car looks like. And then I can still use my words kind of go old school to still talk to those customers and, and, and make the, make the presentation in that format. But 
in talking to to our product uh, advisor Marty, he was telling me that there's a lot of shops that that hover anywhere from 30 to 45 percent inspection rate. You're trying yeah, sometimes, to go fast, right? Sometimes it depends on the operation fast. and the application. You know, sometimes we get guys that just want to do their quick lube stuff, but they don't do the general side and you know and they'll grow into it right because it's like anything else right it's once you start to get the results well then you want more of it you do more of it you figure it out and that's why conference and guys like you i gotta tell you bill i really appreciate you know uh and i'm sure and i know a lot of people appreciate you man is just the 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 willingness to be open and share your experiences and help folks figure it out and and that's what it's all about right and so those folks that are maybe not bought in all the way they haven't drank the kool-aid and got up and blasted out some miley cyrus <laughs> not yet but uh but but they'll you know they'll come around <laughs> right yeah so that was another thing that uh was was a bigger takeaway this year than last year i mean the first conference i attended uh for 2019 was great and i picked up some really good things i brought them back and implemented some stuff right away and yeah and uh impressive. and this this conference um we're going to make some other uh changes and implement some new processes and tweak some of the ones that i knew that needed some attention but i've been kind of just lagging on my own part um so we'll do that but one of the things that that struck me and it, it got mentioned quite a few different times by the presentation but people that were giving like the opening ceremony the the guys that are presenting you had them up on stage gave them some yeah it was a lot of it was talking about teamwork, community, culture. Uh, so that was the big takeaway for me is that at the end of the day, we're all in the same boat was the term we were using. We can either, we can either bail water or we can sink. And right. so it, if we can teach each other and help each other learn how to bail water better and not let the boat sink and your business go down, but elevate your business and keep it buoyant and above the waterline. Yeah. Yeah. That, that to me is a calling. Um, I feel like I owe my fellow man and my fellow, uh, industry compatriot. I feel like I owe that to them. Um, uh, you know, as a kid, I remember my grandfather telling me the day that you fail to learn or, or keep your mind open to learn something is the day you become dumber. So right. and it's true. If you, you have to be willing to keep learning and keep educating yourself um, just because uh, you do something one way doesn't make it the best way. Maybe by hearing and listening to the way somebody else does it, maybe you tweak your process. Maybe you change your process completely because you find something yeah. works better for you. And like you said, there's no, there's no one way to skin the cat proverbially. So at the same time, there's no two businesses are going to run the same way. No two service writers are going to do the same thing. But as long as you keep bouncing ideas off of each other and you keep trying to learn and grow from that, that interaction, it's going to make you a better person. It's, it's going to make your business better. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. You know, your walls won't stand if you build your house on sand. And, you know, and that's what it's all about. You got to get those fundamentals down. You got to be willing to, you know, be humble and, and be empathetical and open your, you know, mind up to how somebody else is approaching it. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, 
taking a day or a week or a pay period, whatever it might be, and implementing something that you see as being successful for somebody else and get a taste of it. Right. Right? Maybe it's great for you. Maybe all of a sudden you have numbers like Billy Ketchings had, right? Uh, Boom. You could just see right from, you know, like you said, when you learned that stuff last year from Frank and from Fred and from everybody who spoke last year at the conference, I, I the proof is in your BCP. You know, you can't hide from it. <laughs> it was a rocket ship. Right. And then the best part of it is you've maintained it, right? Yeah. You've maintained it and grown upon it. And you can see the other influential metrics. And now, like you said, there's lifestyle changes, right? Now you're not mm -hmm. as pressured and the car counts dropping, but you're making more money and you're in that sweet spot, man. And that's really where everybody wants to be able to get to. And it's so hard. And a lot of times we get into our tunnel because all we have is the fires around us, right? Right. And, and you need to be able to step back and, you know, take a breath and look around and learn from folks, folks that come on this show, folks that come out to the, you know, to the conferences or they go out to your 20 group meetings and things like that. Get active, participate, right. try it, right? Try it. And if it, and it, you know what, here's the deal. If it doesn't work, well then say that, get down there and say, Hey, this didn't work for me. And here's right. why, because you right. know why it's going to help the next folks you know, make those decisions, just like your customers do on your reviews. Hey, this is what happened with me. Maybe it'll happen with you or, you know, and you, I can make a decision on, on if it's going to work, if it might be right for me and if it's a good fit and then just go for it. Right. And so, you know, really be able to pay it forward like that and share your success, man. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's, and there's nothing wrong with being successful. But <laughs> nothing wrong being, with it, right? Being successful does. State of California might disagree. What's that? I said the state of California might disagree. They want to uh, grab it all out of your back pocket, right? You they just pull more taxes. They like you, you being successful because then they get more money to spend themselves. So no doubt. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I just wish they'd spend some of it on them potholes, but you know, I keep wishing. I keep dreaming. Yeah. Billy, I appreciate you coming on the show, buddy. It's always a pleasure to have you on. You are welcome here anytime, my friend. Uh, you know, uh, hap uh, really proud to call you a friend. And, you know, you're part of the Auto Vitals family, man. And uh, we just like, uh, you know, looking forward to having you back on and hearing some more of your success and seeing your story and, and watching you grow, man. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yep. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, buddy. Hey, so I know you probably got some pictures. You got to go ahead. And so I'm going to let you get out of here. Tune in yeah. next week. Uh, same time, same place, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to be talking with um, – with, um, let me get my notes. We got Dave Verb, Tom. We yeah, got we Dave got Dave. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're with, doing uh, – Yeah, there, we actually have a presenter on, too. Uh, Frank Scandura is going to be on. Uh, Dave Verb was inspired to start weekly shop meetings from seeing Frank's breakout at Digital Shop Conference and – I think Billy, me and you kind of talked about that a little bit too, right? So um, anyways, we're going to have him on to, to kind of start that process together and follow Dave's, Dave Herb's progress uh, as he implements this new, this new thing at his shop. Um, so we're going to check in with him now. We're checking with him in a couple of months. See how it's going. Can I make just a quick request? So I, did, I didn't get a chance to see Russ Crosby's culture uh, presentation. So if somebody has notes on that or maybe they, uh, if you guys film that, I'd be interested in checking that out. Yep, we got some videos that we'll be sending out. Appreciate it.